welcome to our podcast. Not prod. I can't. It's a pod. I think I think I need to teach language with knowledge right about now. Let's try that one again. Hello, SL peeps. Welcome to True Confessions with Lisa and Sarah. Okay, can start confessing now. This is so cheesy. Well, hey, Lisa. What's up, Sarah? Not much. How are you? You know, just living the dream over here, just working nonstop. I always love the living the dream comment because I use that a lot too. But every time I say that to like Isaac, he goes, what's the dream? The dream, if the dream is to stay up too late because you're watching Netflix and get not enough sleep to then roll in and be in a meeting after meeting and feel like you're a loser because you have all of these outstanding projects that need to be done that you could just never catch up on, I'm living the damn dream. <laughs> so you meant it sarcastically. Yes. Because I think my dream would be um, living a life of leisure. Yeah. I mean, a, that would be ideal. Yeah. But yeah. Like the, when we got to go to Sedona last weekend, now we did work that was and it dream. was work related and it was so awesome, but that we did have some moments to like zen out. Yes. That's the dream. Yes. And I actually now need a house in the woods next to a creek that has an outdoor shower, yes. which sounds like an outhouse, but I'm going to tell you that, that there was nothing, um, like backwoods about it. It was just basically an amazing shower attached to a cabin that had yeah. no ceiling. It was amazing. So it had, Even though it was freezing, it but was the, still such a the cool water experience. was warm. So I, it yeah. was just like, I'm like, okay, I just need more of this in my life where I'm just chill. You know, I take 19 showers a day because it's just awesome being outside. Yeah. Yeah. And we needed that kind of reboot. Yes. Cause this month in particular has been bananas <laughs> with a capital B all caps actually. Uh, bananas. And part of that was because of SLP Summit. Yes. And so we wanted to talk about that, but it does not seem appropriate to talk about without having our co-founder of SLP Summit. Marisha. Yeah. Marisha's in the house today. Hi. Hello. We're so excited. Why the heck have we never done a podcast together yet? Yeah, I do not know how it took this long, but I'm so glad that it's finally happening. I know. Because so we've been doing this, I think is our third season, and you have been doing one for a couple of years also, correct? Podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's the name of your podcast? It's the SLP Now Podcast. Very original. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna link to that too. And all anything we talk about, I'll link in the in the notes so that you guys have it. But I don't think we needed to say that. I know you guys all know who Marisha is. Um, and so we were so excited. One, we wanted to talk about Summit, but before we get into all of that. Um, we have had a working relationship with you now, gosh, I don't know, a few years at least. At least, right? Yeah. Do you remember the first time we met? It must have been like summer 2016. Does that sound right? Yep. Yes. Yep. I can yeah. picture it like it was yesterday. What uh, were we doing? Uh, so, and it, I'm trying to rack my brain and remember how it actually all came together. Um, and I think I was at a Teachers Pay Teachers conference that summer, and I connected with Ann Page from Beautiful Speech Life, and she was speaking, she was going to be speaking at this boot camp that you guys hosted. Yep. Um, and so, and then, cause, and it's so random. I, I do not know how it all came together, but the conference was somewhere not in Arizona and I was living in Washington at the time, but my parents lived in Arizona. So somehow I ended up showing up at your boot camp. Yep. 
Yep. <laughs> so weird because, so we had just met Anne, gosh, a, a few, few months, months yeah. before that even, and had this idea that, hey, since we're all in Arizona, let's do this like day, you know, in-person conference for SLPs during the summer break or something. And so somehow we managed to literally pull a conference together out of nothing. Well, we had friends. We had Lacey. Yep. And we had... Um, Speech Geek. Speech Laurel. Geek, which she had all of that cool RTI research yep. and us. And so even the idea of bringing that together, I remember we just kind of were talking about like... I think we could just do this like, you know, workshop, whatever. And why not? And then as we started planning it, we're like, oh shit, this is a lot of, it was a live, like one day workshop where we rented out the cafeteria at the school you were working at. We did it on a Saturday. We mapped everything out and it all came together. But the kind of the focus even then was we wanted some cool practical courses. And then it also built in the idea of make and takes yeah. And it was just, it was awesome. Yeah. We had people give, um, we had some TPT sellers that gave away products. That was so fun. We got to do one. Well, I cannot wait to get back to live conferences again someday. But yes, yeah, so that's where we met. I remember Anne telling us about you. And I think I even was like, oh, who's this? And I'll check her out. And at the time, you had just started lesson plan membership, correct? Correct. Yep. That's right. And so then all of a sudden, you're in town at the same time we're doing this boot camp and we got to meet in person. We did. Yeah. It was so cool. So I think that kind of started our relationship. But then I remember, I think even more so than Lisa, you and I met on a couple of occasions, like just to like talk about our businesses. We were both kind of in baby businesses at that stage. Wait, you cheated on me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I did with Marisha. It's all coming out. Now that's the confession. Yeah. That is the confession. But, and were you working? I know you came. When did you decide to move to Arizona? Was it that same year or was it the next year? Oh, I I don't remember. Because um, you came and worked in the same district that Sarah and I were working in. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I worked part-time because um, like SLP now, well, and I don't even remember when it changed to SLP now from lesson plan membership. Um but yeah, so I that was taking off. And so it was a little bit hard to do like a full-time position. So um, I, I knew we were moving to Arizona and I'd heard a lot of awesome things about um, that school district. And so it was awesome that it all came together and I was able to do a couple days there. That's um, right. And I think that's why we ended up, like Lisa, that's probably why you weren't there because Sarah was also slightly part-time off. So Remember? we would do on like Fridays or something. That's it. That's exactly at right. Starbucks. At Starbucks. You would meet <laughs> at the Starbucks. So this is, I think I've told this story before, but now I want you to tell it because I'm sure like you think of it, how it all came to be too, especially now that we just completed our ninth SLP summit. And so I, I picture us sitting in the Starbucks. So how do you remember this all coming to be? Yeah. First of all, how crazy is it that <laughs> that was that long ago? Um, that's insane. Um, but yeah, I, so, cause we would chat, like we would meet at Starbucks and I feel like so many amazing ideas came out of that. Like I would share kind of like the materials that I was working on and we would kind of talk through that. And like, I know around Thanksgiving time, um, you had suggested some Thanksgiving books. So I went home and like plug those into the membership. Um, which is awesome. Like, I think that one still has the most books out of anything. Um, (laughs) But in terms of the summit, um, I know that I, um, I was listening to 
a podcast episode that was talking about online summits. Um, and so like that had kind of been on my mind. And then like we had all been talking about um, like the lack of practical professional development and like how expensive conferences were. And then you had also attended um, another, like a, a women's online conference too for business. And so I think we were just from those brainstorming sessions, um, it all kind of came together. And bef- I don't remember all of the details, but all of a sudden we were putting together this online conference. Yeah. I seriously remember leaving Starbucks that day, calling Lisa and saying, we're doing a conference and this is kind of the premise and this is how we're going to do it. And, and, you know, this is all of the ideas. And Lisa, thank God for her. She's always just like, cool. Yep. And, you know, I'm just the one who I like to dream and think about things, but we, I don't know if these things would ever happen if I didn't have an, an action oriented person. And so thank goodness for you too, because I, I mean, you're a planner, even every summit you've got us mapped out with dates and, and, you know, you've like, um, what am I trying to say? Like the the like, task analysis the task- of everything that needs to happen. Yes. And I think I had come at it from the perspective that first time too, that with my role in the district, I was really familiar with designing courses and, you know, knowing kind of those kind of components. So I think we all sort of just merged our skills together and made that first conference come together. And it was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Is anybody even going to come? (laughs) And then even the idea of, I think, presenters that first time around, we were going to present, you know, and you were going to present, but then who else do we get? Right. And so... I feel like, I always say that I feel like Sarah can um, sell ice to somebody that lives in snow. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, she is so great, like with communicating with people and her relationship building. And I know you had gotten a couple of people on board. And so, Marisha, you had some friendships that you tapped into. I was going to say, Marisha had had relationships being in the world of TPT. and, And so we knew we needed strong presenters, right? Because, um, I mean, we might, if it's a free conference, we might get some, uh, some folks out, but we didn't really have a huge following at that time. I, I don't know. No, we you, had Marisha, launched but, in 2016. So in January, yeah. so we were still, you know, kind of, we were kind of new to the scene figuring still. out. Yes. So we got speech room news and crazy speech world. Gosh, who Felice else? And Felice and Hallie. And then the two of us. And then, um, so Marisha and us, and then we, I know we're missing someone. Who are we missing, Marisha? Can you remember back that far? Oh, they're all kind of blending together. I'm yeah. trying to see if I can oh, scroll Heidi. back. <laughs> Was it? Did Heidi oh, Hanks Heidi do the Hanks. first one? The oh, yeah, yes. So we literally just like asked these people if they would be interested. Hey, we've got this idea. We're like throw this conference together, and it's going to be online. Which again, thinking about that now. That in of itself was a new idea for our world, really. Yeah. Like to have an online conference, which is ironic because now it's the only way any of us are attending CEUs. They had, I always think of like, even ASHA would have conferences that were live in the summer and they would offer a replay version. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was more, the format was, you felt like you were listening to a replay version. It wasn't like right. you were there with everything designed to be online. And so that in itself was unique. Plus the focus, like knowing that it was just short courses, that the focus would be about what can, 
we really have people take away in an hour and it really is filling some of those gaps of a lot of the courses that we were all collectively attending just didn't do a lot for us as far as what can I put into practice? Like, how does this help me when I have students sitting in front of me the next day? Right. Yeah. And we get a lot of like emails and comments about things like, I was able to use this in my therapy session today and I just watched the webinar yesterday. So I love that it's that actionable and yeah, just super practical. It is. It really is something magical. And I think we talked about this even during this last summit. You know, it's, it's a humbly experience to be a part of something so pow- that's so impactful um, because, you know, clearly some is, is as successful as it is, is because of these individuals who volunteer their time. I mean, I remember, I think, was it the second summit? We asked social thinking to present We've had Sarah Ward. Who do we think we are? <laughs> well, here's the thing I always think is, and even before I, you know, we were doing even business things, I would always ask for what I wanted. And I always had that philosophy of, you know, somebody could say no, but if you just assume that somebody is going to say no, then you're correct because you didn't even like try to begin with. So even with, um, I felt like social thinking, was that that second conference or was it? I think it could have been, or maybe the third. Cause I, I feel know. like we got a little bit ignored the first time when we tried, there were a couple of, or no, maybe it was somebody else, somebody else that we reached out to just like some people never responded. That I, did I, not happen very often. I know it didn't happen often, but I can think of somebody who was it? Maybe the beans. that it, he has a product that rhymes with Shmiti tea. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to call anybody out, but no, we tried to <laughs> connect with her. Um, I feel like um, with social thinking, we, of course, just emailed Michelle because <laughs> of our besties. And I, I remember her emailing back and basically it ended up being like, you know, connecting us with, she has a whole team of presenters that yeah. know her vision and, and her um, materials and everything. So it was awesome. She did respond. Yeah, but we did. So people were really kind of, I think on board with that idea of, you know, what it's evolved into is, and where it started, but even evolved into further is the reach that we have because it is a free conference. So it's, it's just equitable that anybody can access it. You don't have to be in a certain city. You don't have to like, you know, I I love the ASHA conventions more for the outside the courses than, you know, like the (laughs) courses themselves. I just love being in the energy of all of those thousands of SLPs. But, you know, it was one of those things we go for business now because we have to exhibit. But as an SLP, it was like, well, crap, how far away is it? Do I know anyone in that city I can stay with? Because when you looked at the conference costs, the hotel costs, your travel costs, your food, your transportation. I mean, I didn't have like $1,500 laying around for all of that kind of stuff. So that was the kind of thing I think with this is that people, you know, even we marketed it, it early on is lounge and learn. Like you oh, can I remember the lounge and learn. And even the people that like, when we have music going and you see like kids are in the background watching oh, yeah. this as their parents are watching parties. them. Like I just, it really ended up, you know, it's just such a cool way to connect, you know, our community in a different way than I think that they've connected before. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite? Have you ever had a favorite summit or what's your favorite thing about summit? Ooh, I don't know if I've, I feel like they just keep getting better and better as we figure things out. Like I was just, as we were kind of going back in time, I was thinking about like the first, like when I was building out the platform for the first summit and like, it's just so much fancier and easier and more user-friendly now that we have like 
a custom kind of platform built. It's really cool just to see that progression. Um, but I, my favorite part about just the summit in general is just the community. Like it was there the very first time we did it and it's still there now that we have thousands and thousands of SLPs showing up. And it's just amazing to get to hang out with, like we call it, like you guys say this too, like your SLP besties. It's just, um, I don't know. It's just like instant friends through the chat and just so many great ideas and inspiration. Um, like that's my absolute favorite part. Yeah. I totally agree there. That chat is, I think what makes it kind of unique to any other experience I've ever been on too, is it is like, everybody's not only commenting on the things the speaker is saying, but chatting with each other and sharing ideas. And it is, it's pretty remarkable. Well, and that's the benefit of attending live. I think the replays, you can still see, you know, the, the chat transcripts get uploaded, Yeah, I was right? going to say, yeah, for those of you who did not know this, we upload the chat into where you download handouts now. But, but I just think like that's one of the cool things is you're able to then connect and listen. Although we always laugh that, you know, when Sucheta did her presentation <laughs> on, you know, just basically attention and executive function and everything, she was like, you know, you can't be chatting and listening to what I'm saying at the same time. It kind of, you know, is counterintuitive. But um, it, it, it's that sense of even if you're not chatting actively throughout, it's getting on before it even starts and saying, hey, I'm from here. Oh, my gosh, I'm from there, too. Where oh, do you yeah. work? I like, like to see where it comes from. Yeah, and, and asking questions or as speakers say something, people will add on to it and say, oh, my gosh, I have this kid it's perfect for. I do that, but I also do this. And it, it is that the sense of community is real. And, again, I think that goes back to where had there been online conferences as like a replay Yes, but not designed for an online experience. Mm-hmm. And to build community. And I think you're, you're so, um, I, I think that's something I noticed with you and everything you do with your, your business is that same idea of building community, and it, which is critically important to SLP Toolkit too. So I think together, um, all of us using our brains, really able to create that, that community in kind of a different way. And, and it's been super cool. I still can't believe there has literally been several SLPs. I mean, I think we even did a giveaway and counted once that have come to every single live summit. Amazing. I feel like that's like the, you know how they gave the attendance awards in high school yeah. if you came to school every day? Yeah. Like we need to have some sort well, of... I remember Marisha had the idea for the t-shirt and we did a giveaway. Yes. Yeah. And I, but I think even the longer we go, it's like more, we need to keep acknowledging these people that come up every time. And I love now that with our new platform, we are not restricted for live attendance. So we used to have to cap it just due to um, the way that it was streamed and, and everything involved with that. So now it's like, you know, thousands of people show up live. Yeah. Yeah. It's super cool. I think this was one, I mean, they do get better every time, but gosh, I loved this one. I love um, the platform that allows different people. I mean, we joke that literally we had to start our own conference just because we didn't think Asha was ever going to invite us to speak at their conference. So we started our own. <laughs> and they still haven't. And so I think that's what Marisha, I know when we meet, that's what we're always looking for is, you know, who can we help amplify a voice for or what topics need more attention or, um, you know, so we're always looking for the, the pulse in the field. And that's where I do think like, you know, again, when you have, I think of anything that's big, if you even think of like government things, like they, ha- they happen at their own pace and because they've been around so long, you know, they, everything's almost so structured that it can hinder the overall process. 
And ours is really about being connected with the community, not just the summit community, but we get tons of feedback as far as what people want to see and, and implement that. But just having your eyes open and your ears open and seeing what's going on in Instagram, in the Facebook groups, and what are the topics that people either want to and or need to learn about. So I think this summit particularly um, caused some mixed emotions. I mean, we've gotten emails too. I am sure you've gotten them, Marcia, as well, that this was just like, we had a, a former professor of ours say that this has changed. You know, she's been a professor and has been an SLP for over 30 years and that this conference changed her, changed her yeah. and changed her professionally about ways that she needs to move forward and not just stay stagnant. And so to me, that's so that's powerful. Huge. That, you know, that we have the ability to, like you said, you know, find speakers, that these speakers then give their time, you know, in, in some of these topics, I love how Fong uh, phrased it, that this is very brave of, of, you know, some of our speakers that take on these topics that maybe not everyone's ready to hear. And again, they need to, but, yeah. you know, everybody's at their own stage. And so I, I know one of our speakers get, I watch her stories and, and her Instagram feed and she gets flack, you know, for things that she posts that are real and true. And, but, you know, you should separate your politics from, right. you know, your business or, you know, being an SLP and we've gotten a little bit of that too. And it's like, but you can't, we're people. So it, it you know, it is what it is. You can't separate the two entities. And I really like the underlying theme that came out from this summit. And I think this is something that we can all agree on. Um, and it's just, yeah, navigating that is super interesting. But like, it's all about showing up for our students and creating a safe space and supporting them. And I mean, I don't think anyone would argue that that's what we want to do. So it's really interesting um, providing a platform for the different perspectives um, just to understand that and kind of see what we might be missing or how we yeah. can better show up for our students. That it's not about you and your feelings. It's about what's best for those students. And that should always be the focus. And sometimes I think it takes a little kick in the butt to be like, oh my gosh, I had a blind spot there. I didn't see that this might've been a barrier to how I was working with right. my students. And now I do. So that would be what I hope people go into it. With, but I think, you know, some topics just tend to be triggering for some individuals. And so even in some of the chat, there was, you know, some comments in different presentations where I'm well, like, here's oh. what I'll say, if it triggered you, you needed it more than even I did. Exactly. And that's, so there you go. that's absolutely a fact. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Before we move on to um, any other conversation, I want to know, can you think, of, I mean, here's the deal too. I always love when we do these uh, podcast episodes because it's totally unscripted. So then we love to put somebody on the spot. So if you can't think of anything off the top of your head, but this has not always gone perfectly. Like, can you, <laughs> can you think of a time, like what, like one of the biggest SLP summit blunders or, or any funny stories about again, like this actually, maybe that's the other reason this was our favorite summit is it went the smoothest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like I always end up with the tech issues where we're just scrambling, <laughs> trying to figure out how we to get schedule it like that. We like you to, to test it out and, yeah. and troubleshoot through that. <laughs> um, so we've had like we had to reschedule one session because we had too many tech issues. I can't remember who it was or what went wrong. Oh, I remember it was um, Christina Stuchia's course. Right, that the R, the R course, right. which is like Summit Three, 
and something was going on. We could not get her live. And again, like you said, you always get these, Marisha. I don't know why you always get the, the really tricky tech ones. But the best is that Marisha just comes on, like doesn't even break a sweat. And is just like, you know, we're going to have to uh, work through some things. We'll be back in an hour or something. I don't know. But the way you did it so calmly, too. So, yes, that was the first time where it was like we did not go live on time. Well, and this was before too, I think we weren't registered with ASHA. So there was more flexibility, um, in some of that kind of stuff. But we, I think my, my personal favorite that again, Marisha had to field. (laughs) We had had our own, this is how the dance party got invented too. So we had, that was the social thinking one that they only did a live. They wouldn't, uh, they didn't have a replay as part of summit. So if you wanted to attend, you had to be there live. Right. But she had issues with internet connection. So we filled the space with some dancing and it just, you know, dance party came to be, but, um, I think (laughs) this is okay. So I remember when somebody had a coughing fit and I felt so (laughs) horrible on a personal level for her, because I know like I've been there where either you're getting over an illness or something, and then you start to talk and you realize, Oh my gosh, like I, I, there's not enough water I could drink to make this better. It's just, it started. (laughs) And I thought we were going to have our first presenter that died live on screen. And so, but I, again, I just keep thinking back to Marisha being freaking cool as a cucumber. Boy, did she pop in? I remember she I missed popped this in. One. I was like in she, a class or something. She turned off the video and, <laughs> and the volume. Why am I laughing? It was just so funny too, because I was like, I felt so bad, but then I also was like, this is amazing. And how you handled it, Marisha. And like, you literally went into the chat, started asking people questions, kept the engagement. You were like, we're just going to give her a minute to compose herself. And you know, she, and we'll get back and blah, 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 blah. So and cool. so gave her a few minutes and like, okay, we'll turn it back. And so what's funny, again, if you don't attend the live ones, you don't even know some of this stuff happens because we'll cut out those pieces for the on-demand kind of replay. But that was, that was a different, like that wasn't even like tech, whatever. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, this was- I do remember getting some side text messages in that one. Cause I was, I don't remember where I was. I was not actually watching it happening live and I'm getting the side text messages of, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Oh, never mind, Marisha's got I it. Know, I was like, Marisha's handling it beautifully. And then there was one where we had issues with the slides. So the presenter was telling me, when, next, next, next. next. <laughs> but here's the deal. And this is what I think I love about everything is that we're a bunch of problem solvers. Yeah. There mm-hmm. are always things that pop up, but man, it always gets figured right. out. And it, it, and I think where people can get tripped up in that is if you put too much pressure on, oh, it has to be perfect. Like, I don't think from the beginning it was about perfection. It was product over, you know, that we're getting these out and that we're having these courses. And so even we try to tell that to our presenters, like, you know, it, it, it's just amazing that this is all coming together to happen. And so our audience has always been super forgiving, super just grateful to be there. And so they're like, whatever, like they'll, they'll chat, like they'll leave, you'll see those kind of comments, like, don't worry, you know, you girls will get it figured out. We're just, you know, blah, 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 right. blah. And so you get encouragement from the people at home. Not so, everybody. Well, there's a few where I'm like, you guys are free. So <laughs> we're going to need you to back off a little bit. <laughs> yep. There are always those couple of people, but I would say that is no, not reflective no. of the there's majority of people are just freaking awesome. Yeah. I just love when people like step up and it's like, I feel like they're part of the SLP summit team. Like they hop in and answer questions yeah. and 
Yes. Um, it's just really cool to see that all come together. And I feel like that happens far more often than people being frustrated with yes. whatever. Um, and I also wanted to say, I think it, like, I really love getting to work with you guys on it, um, on the summit. Cause I mean, we've all made mistakes along the way. Um, like I messed up some tech stuff where like a quiz didn't work or a link was met. Like, I don't know. There's just like little things, but I feel like we give each other grace with that too. And I think that's huge and being able to be part of a team where, um, we're just focused on like the bigger vision and of course trying to do our best, but not like, yeah, each other down when something doesn't go perfectly. And so it is so true. Lisa and I have always felt like we really are at an advantage because there's two of us. Um, and so we've got each other, like if I'm really down or freaked out about something, that's usually when she seems to be more optimistic and ready for it and vice versa. And so for something as large as Summit and then all those moving parts, the fact that we get to do this with you. Um, and again, it, it's always so odd to me how things come together. There's just no accidents. I truly believe that. And so the way we met and, and how Summit came to be and the fact that we do this together um, is because of our, our each unique strengths that we bring to the table. And so, you know, you've always had, you're very techie and your aesthetic is gorgeous and your marketing is gorgeous and, and you've got all these great ideas. I her ideas yes, too are Yes, but then you're also efficient and organized and like, you know, just a real boss. And, and so the fact that, let, yes, we have each other to lean on. And, and so like, if something goes wrong, you know, I know you, you're going to jump in there and handle it. And, and likewise, so it really has just become such an amazing thing. And now, I mean, nine summits in, it's just getting easier and easier too, where we don't have to do too many meetings, too many late nights like we used to. Well, but that's almost the fun part because I think like through the years we've honed the process of, you know, it's particularly for this conference of what works, what doesn't. So now it's at that that phase of like, how can we just keep making it more and more awesome? Yeah. Like we've already fine tuned all of the, through trial and error, all of the things, you know, through our other early conferences about, oh, definitely need to do this. Or, oh man, that was missing. This is a big thing that we have to do. But now it's just like the cool stuff, right? Like what are the fun things? Like what are the cool, like little things that we could add on to just make it that much better? Yeah. 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 And yeah. I don't think there's anyone I would rather like work on that with. It's just been so much fun. And I feel like we're both, or like all three of us are really dedicated and we can trust that we'll all show up, but it's just, it's just fun. Like I love getting, like, I don't know. I normally am not super excited about planning meetings, but like, I don't know. I have so many awesome memories of us like getting together and like hashing out the details. And it's like, that's the best word for it. It's just fun getting to work on that. And um, like be on the same wavelength with yes. people and get to make cool stuff happen. I think that's it. I'd love a magical collaboration. And that's kind of the next thing I want to talk about too, is this idea of collaborating. You know, we're, we're in a, a very small niche, um, you know, of market. And I, so I always curious, I, I don't know if too many people have ever asked, but I always wonder if they want, you know, if they question it, um, you know, how, how we can have a working relationship when we could possibly have competing products. We both own subscription-based software, um, you know, with a little bit of overlap, but for the most part, you're on the therapy side and we're on the data assessment side. Um, but, you know, especially being in a woman-dominated field and then having such a small niche, you know, this ability to understand the benefit of collaboration over competition and how important that is 
Um, but it ha- it's not always an easy thing to do. Yeah, that's definitely something that I've had the opportunity to grow in. Um, I didn't always, I don't know, it's just crazy how, like just trying to think back to how things used to be and just how like my mindset has changed and all of that. It's just really interesting. I totally agree. I always say we have grown up so much. I feel like in the last five years, we've grown 10 years in business. Now, fortunately, we do have age on our side, you know, just being in our 40s. <laughs> 40s has made us mature a little bit, you know, um, in and of itself. But but this has been a learning process, I think, for us. And so I look back and it has not been all sunshine and rainbows. But I think part of that is it, going back to what you said, it's a very niche kind of um, audience that we are all working with. So not just us as subscription-based software, but if you look at Teachers Pay Teachers and people creating materials, it's it's a very set audience of people creating kind of similar things. And so I think that's when it feels like if somebody does something, you're like, wait, that was my idea. I'm the only one in this little (laughs) group. So that, you know, to me, what's so funny, and I think this is where I know particularly Sarah and I obviously have more conversations about this being together nonstop, but it's that idea of before when your baby business, that's not as a parent and it does feel almost like more personal. And then I think that there is a switch where you're like, they could copy me directly. I don't like, I'm not focused on what somebody else is doing. We've got more than enough things to focus on in our own business. And that's all we can do is, is bring our vision to light. We're not copying anyone. I don't know if anyone's copying us, but even if, you know, I I think we're at the point in business, even and being established that it's copy us. I don't think you'll do it as well as us. And I don't think it will necessarily, um, you know, this has been part of like, you know, any business, it's like, it's your vision filtered through your actions, Mm -hmm. filtered through, you know, so many different factors that I don't think it's replicatable. You know, it's not like somebody's not copying you there, you know, something has sparked something that they're doing their own thing. They could do that. But I I think I like what you said more about, like, we just have to focus on ourselves um, and what we can bring. There is enough room in the world for all of our ideas. And I've struggled with that in the past, with being too aware of everybody else around me and feel, you know, feeling that kind of infringement or something. Have you had that experience, Marcia? Yeah. And I think part of that is like, that's partly why I started a membership. I, w- I started on Teachers Pay Teachers and it just felt like, because if you're on there, like you're constantly around um like the other people and like you're all posting to the same place. So I don't know. It just felt a little bit crowded. crowded. Yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the word that um, in my head. Yeah. So I just like, that's part of why. I, and I was also talking to a bunch of speech therapists at the time. Um, I actually collaborated with Hallie from speech time fun on like SLP blogger live. That was way, way back when. (laughs) Um, And I would just show up live every week and chat with a small group of SLPs. And um, I kind of got their feedback and that's how it kind of led into the membership. Um, But I went off on a tangent there. (laughs) No, I think that is, it's part of that too, like thinking about too imitation that there are people network and you're talking about things and it becomes you know, a a thing of ideas can start to overlap because you're talking about ideas together. And it it is, it's like, it's, it's such a, an interesting little niche that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I didn't always think this way. Um, but I 
I mean, because sometimes I'll like I have I'm in mastermind groups and I like consult with different people about business stuff and they don't always like they kind of question me when I explain how we do the summit and like who you guys are and how we set things up. But I've I don't I don't know like they always ask, aren't you guys competitors? Like why would you work with them? Um, and I just think it's I don't know I don't even think of it that way anymore. I feel like we're all we all have the same mission. We all just want to empower speech therapists and we want to help those students and like empower SLPs to do the best that they can. Um, and I, I know that's my ultimate goal and I know that's your ultimate goal too. And if someone doesn't have that mission, I don't feel like they'll, like they won't, they just won't be as successful. Cause I think that's really necessary, um, to kind of yeah, to be able to show up consistently and do all the work that is required. Um, and then, I don't know, I think if that's what's driving us, and I just assume that that's everyone's motive at this point, um, and it's always been shown to be true, even if there are, like, in the beginning, I would get, um, like, a little bit frustrated of, like, oh, that looks a lot like something I made. They call yeah. me. <laughs> um, but that's not a thing anymore. It's just like, oh, that's her way of... Um, helping SLPs and um, like you do you and that's awesome and we can just all work together Um, and I think it's like um, all the different productivity tools out there like I swear by ClickUp and I think you guys use Asana and I know some people want to use Trello Um, and if you're not in the business world that's probably like those names are just silly but like I'm so glad that there's a ClickUp because that's what I need and thank goodness there's an Asana because then you guys have what you need. And I feel like it's the same thing um, in the speech therapy world. Like, thank goodness there's different like versions of, well, not versions, but thank goodness different SLPs made different packets to target each questions um, because one of those isn't going to be the best for everyone. I had a boyfriend once that actually early on I was dating him when we started the business and he goes, no, it's good if there's other people doing what you're doing. That's validation that that is needed in this market. So I always think of that. But then also as you were talking to about that common goal being to really support this group of, you know, how we've always felt, especially, you know, school-based SLPs is a very underserved population, even though it's the largest, you know, number of members in ASHA, most people are in the school setting, but it's just underserved in resources and everything. And so um, I always think too, like when you were talking about uh, if if we all have the same mission and everybody is looking at it through that lens, it makes me think of that old Friends episode. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched Friends, but Ross was married and his wife got pregnant. But then when she was pregnant, she left him and got together with a woman that um, they're all fighting basically at the birth of this child that who's going to spend time with him and who's going to this. And, but I want this role and blah, 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 blah. And Phoebe's just sitting in the background and she's like, this is like the greatest ever. And they're like, what are you talking about? And she goes, you're all fighting over who gets to love him more. Yeah. Like what a great problem to have. Like yeah. she looked at it through that lens and that's how I feel like, you know, all of these businesses and supports it's we all, we love school-based SLPs and we want them to be supported and have what they, what they need to, to really support the students that they're working with. Absolutely. And there's no way that any one of us could, I mean, we have so many needs as school-based SLPs. Right. Um, and so we need all the help we can get. So 
bring on all the new businesses and all the new memberships and apps and all that um, because I, we need it. Yeah, I will say, I, I, well, I think I already did say, I have not always felt that way. I think, you know, especially in the early days too, you know, there's so much risk involved in starting a business. And like, I think you could say too, Lisa, like that's your baby. Yeah. And so there, you know, you, you do have, if you allow fear and doubt and all of those other things to over and, and competition to overwhelm you, um, you know, it just puts you in a really, really bad place. And so I look at the, you know, the impact of what that could have and, and the distraction that has on your own business and then the damage that can do to relationships. And so I know even with our working relationship, you know, there, there are, were moments in time where I felt like, you know, I don't know, is there too much overlap? Are we now competition? You know, because for a long time, I thought they complement our software complemented each other really, really well. But then it got to the point where now is there too much overlap that we're not complementing we're, we're competition. And, and so then you do, you kind of get into a place of, um, I think that's that, tr- there's this component of trust. And so I am so grateful that I finally was able to, and it was probably great advice I got from somebody, you know, where it was like, no, you just focus on yourself. Now you need to be aware of what's going on around you. I'm not saying like completely, you know, ignore um, the other businesses and stuff, but if you just focus on your mission, your core values, the problem you are solving, there's no time for anything else. Right. Exactly. And so I'm so grateful for that because look at what we're able to do together. And the power of bringing our minds together is such a bigger benefit than any kind of like allowing any hard feelings, you know, to get in that way of that. I mean, we're at a point now, SLP Summit, how many people show up? Like 20,000 per summit? I think I just, um, Isaac just told me the other day, there's been like 4 million minutes of views or some crazy. We do have to write down those stats. It'd be super fun. To like kind of get that up and out there when we're marketing for our next summit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm grateful that, you know, and and it's good. It's fun to be on this journey with you and and to see everything that you've accomplished and, um, you know, uh, have, you know, again, that like-minded, we need each other. This, this crap is hard. Yeah. And there's no one else that gets it. I think. I mean, there are other business owners and there are other speech therapists and other friends, but like you, I, what you guys do is like, we do have very similar businesses and like similar mindsets and backgrounds. So it's amazing to be able to just like, it's, we can have that shorthand. We don't have to explain all of the things we can just dive into it. And, um, I don't know, I feel like we've come up with so many cool ideas and, um, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. Now, I know this question gets asked quite a lot, but how many times have we heard that SLP Toolkit and SLP Now need to get married? And then it would be <laughs> SLP Toolkit Now or, yes. <laughs> or SLP Now Toolkit. How about just Toolkit Now? <laughs> <laughs> but really the marriage of those two things, I do think, I mean, and we've talked about that, you know, the idea of being able to, again, I will collaborate with you on anything, but so just everybody who always asks, I don't know how those, this would work in business. Um, you know, as far as our businesses 
being different, but the uh, ability to collaborate and, and have, you know, some kind of a relationship with the two products is, is always, we're always down. I know we, we've talked about different things that we could do, so we'll just have to see how it goes, but we know you're crazy busy too. What do you have going on right now? Um, good question. So, um, I've been, so I really, my goal for this year is actually to get back into therapy. Um, it's been a goal for a long time, but I've struggled with, um, like building the team and just, cause it's a lot of work. Yes. Um, and so I've tried going back and had to shift back. Um, so I've just been working really hard on being the best, um, like leader that I can be, which is definitely not (laughs) my natural strength. And I've gotten a lot of coaching and support, but um, we've been building out the team and it's just really cool to see that all come together and have people with the same mission, like working alongside me, kind of like what we do with the summit, but it's like every day of the week, which is awesome. Um, So yeah, I'm just working on building that out, making sure like we're always developing new materials and um, listening to member feedback to figure out what we can do better. Um, But I'm excited to um, spend some time back in therapy and um, really like getting to use SLP Now and SLP Toolkit and um, just getting back into action. Yeah. I I was just having that conversation today. I miss being with the kids I think more than anything. And so that is the ultimate goal. Like I, we, we want to build this in, in a way um, that, you know, we can pass the baton, <laughs> let somebody else really kind of run, run the day to day. day. Yeah. yeah. So that we can get back doing what we love the most. But you have to have that strong foundation. Yeah. You know, you have to have your principles in place and what you expect and all of that kind of stuff. And that doesn't just happen overnight. Yeah. I didn't realize that that's what you guys were planning on doing too. That's so cool. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, I, I mean, again, that changes. You know how like somebody always asks you, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, oh, please. I don't know what my <laughs> one-month plan is. <laughs> right? <laughs> changes all the time. <laughs> I want to go back to Sedona and take 19 more showers in the outside shower. <laughs> that was really magical. It really was. Oh, Marisha, we heart you very much. I heart you guys, too. And um, already we're going to be talking about the next summit because that's just around the corner. <laughs> I know. We've been, we actually were having a conversation today and we're like, yeah, we need to start getting this mapped out. We've got some ideas. Yep. Let's get it on the books. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you in the confessional. Likewise. Thank you both. All right. We'll talk soon. <laughs> <laughs>